All right, welcome to another episode of Ran Out of Talent. This is take three of the intro. I have a bit of a mush mouth today. Um, we have a lot to talk about. Um, a lot of things happen at the Silver State Nationals, Omaha Finals, a lot of local stuff. But first and foremost, we are brought to you each and every episode by A&P Productions Laser Engraving Division. Give Oz a call at 612-309-6023 or find him at, on Facebook at A&P Productions forward slash Laser Engraving Division. Message him or give him a call with your ideas for custom laser engraving. Um, for example... There's a lot of dead space on a Mugen Truggy chassis, so I'm going to have a Ran Out of Talent logo put on it. Estimates are free. He's very affordable, does good work, and he's very quick and efficient at what he does. Um, that number again for A&P Productions Laser Engraving Division, again, is 612-309-6023. All right, let's get going on this one. Some racing this past weekend. Omaha final race for the Techno Winter Series, I should say. I'd like to say I am incredibly impressed by the race program Alex Sturgeon puts on. His race layouts are Always very challenging, but very fun with a lot of room left for racing. Uh, it, it makes you a better driver because all of your mistakes are magnified. This time, there's a few Minnesota guys in the A, A's, a um, couple in the B's, a couple in the C's. I'd like to congratulate Kyle Prasky. For winning the overall Truggy points for the winner. Um, also, the last round he, he TQ'd and won Truggy class. Um, Seth Van Dalen also crushed it in Nitro Buggy. He won the, whole, the series championship. Uh, I believe he also won the final round. I'm not quite sure. So, congrats to Minnesota guys for bringing home a couple trophies. Um, yeah, Omaha is always a great time. The only only complaint I can think of, uh, it really can't be controlled. Omaha has some of the worst, worst marshals, and I don't even know if they're from Omaha. All I know is they're not from Minnesota. Only a third of the drivers in the Techno Series are from Omaha. They don't move. They don't react. They see a vehicle crashing. They, they watch a crash, wait a couple seconds, and then start moving slowly towards it. But that's a whole other thing. It's nothing anybody can really do about it. And it is no reason not to go there the hobby plex is a great place to race i will be racing there again next winter 
for the Techno series if they have it again. Um, some news happened last week. A little, little bit of bittersweet. Um, Inside Line RC closed up shop. That was one of my more favorite RC News websites. But the silver lining on that is Mike Garrison is back at Live RC. Um, Live RC hasn't been the same since Mike Garrison has left. Um, he always brought good articles, some most positive, nothing real negative, but, you know, he never fabricated anything to make things sound more positive or anything like that. Um, his articles will be a refreshing change from whatever Aaron Waldron likes to write about. Um, Aaron Waldron lost me when he started with that SJW nonsense about trophy girls. Um, and hopefully Mike Garrison will be announcing the races for live RC from now on. And again, Aaron Waldron is pretty horrible at it. Uh, Mike Garrison does the Supercross announcing from his living room, and he does a better job than the announcers on FS1. So I'm glad to have Mike Garrison back at Live RC, but inside line will be missed. Um, on Live RC, speaking of, I saw an article, this was last week again, that Region 2 announces Roar Regionals. You know, you're thinking, what does this have to do with us? Nothing really. I'm just jealous. I don't know when the last time Region 7, that is the Minnesota, North Dakota, South Dakota region, I think maybe even Iowa, I don't know who's all in this region anymore, has had a regional. We have the tracks. We have the racers. Um, I don't even know if Aaron Bonner is still our regional director. Um, whoever it is, get on it. Get us a regional and something. Get us a carpet regional. Get us a 10-scale off-road regional. There's plenty of outdoor tracks. You could have a nitro regional, A-scale regional at. Do something. It's something that's really needed around here. Um, that's, uh, all I really have to say about that. I just missed the region seven regional races. Um, so this past weekend was also the silver state nationals. It was good to see a Mugen driver win the two buggy classes and Ryan Lutz was actually able to hold on to the techno truggy for the length of a main. Ryan Lutz, he always qualifies really well. And then he either breaks out or he can't hang on to his vehicle for the whole main and finishes like six. Um, but it looks like he's getting that truggy figured out. One thing I thought was going to be a better story. It's still a big story, uh, but I thought it was going to be a better story. All of a sudden, 
I see all over Facebook. JQ gets DQ'd out of Truggy. A million things went through my head. Like, JQ's coming out with a Truggy. Why is JQ racing a Truggy? Why is he... Why does he have too much fuel that got him DQ'd? Etc, etc, etc. Well, it was really nothing exciting like that. What it was was he had a basically a box stock associated truck. I believe it was Richard Saxton's let him borrow it for the weekend. Um JQ was in the bump position. He had to have his truck teched afterwards. And he came back one I think I think the final measurement was one cc over um, of legal limit, which it's illegal. But the messed up thing is Greg Degani put ice water in the gas tank instead of fuel. Like a lot of those guys have a cooler and they have a bottle of cold fuel in it. They ain't have that to shrink the tank back down. They put in ice water. It didn't shrink it down enough. Whatever. Um, in that video, I saw a different view of Ryan Mayfield. A little bit of... He joked around a little bit. It was kind of fun to see him not be this staunch pro. Um, just acting like one of the normal guys joking around when he drank that beaker full of supposed fuel, which was actually ice water. Um, but I hate to say this, but I like this. So JQ in JQ style decides to put on the suicide bomb vest and go insane on Facebook these past couple days. So basically starts ripping on himself, which, you know, is kind of funny. Um, then he started ripping on the guy who took the video and his kid and just kind of ripping apart the community a little bit. Um, Rhonda Drake got involved. Um, the reason Rhonda Drake cared so much because JQ got DQ'd and Adam Drake bumped up from the B. I don't know where Drake ended up in the finals. Um, so, anyways, once you get a chance, go check out JQ's Facebook page. It's pretty funny. Um, let's see. We have a lot of racing coming up this summer. Coming up in April, we got a few openers. Let's see, I got sent a few things. Let's start out with Lucky 13 here. Lucky 13 is going to be racing on Sundays. Their season opener is April 9th. That's coming up very quickly. Um, and then April 23rd is a regular season race. Um, a very important racer is... Um, in September, the Sean Neary race, what they do is they give 
the proceeds to Sean Neary's daughter. Sean Neary was killed in a car accident back in 2009. Um, but I was talking to Scotty Shuttle, the owner of Lucky 13. He said um, changes this year. He's going to put less cash towards trophies and awards, and he's putting extra cash into insulating his building so he can race for or so we can race in the winter also he's looking for sponsors to jump on board for the sean neary race um he's looking for a few good giveaways maybe a sponsor for the awards whatever um he also said he's gonna try to be less of an asshole but (laughs) Scotty's one of the nicest guys in the hobby. I mean, can't be, you know, uh, he's obviously just joking about that. But, um, yeah, Lucky 13 is going to have a great, is going to have a great program this summer. If 10 scales your thing really hasn't been my thing lately. But if I were racing 10 scale, I'd probably be doing it at Lucky 13 um, from the sounds of it the traction there are no more traction issues whatever um april 21st 22nd 23rd is going to be the mnrc season opener at the moto dome in browerville minnesota there's um a couple of hotels you got the eastwood in and then there's another one in staples two minutes away um so there's lodging. It's a sandy type surface, run hole shots, whatever on it. It's a great time. Um, it's, you know, a scale nitro, a scale e buggy. Um, this is a gas truck round. I'm letting you know now because uh, there was. Well, a lot of shade thrown my way because I basically said on the last podcast what was going to happen with Gas Truck if not enough people come. Well, round one is a Gas Truck round, so get them ready, bring them out. Um, It's going to be a great time. We usually get up 170 entries. Maybe a little less, maybe a little more, depending on, just depending. Um, You know how it goes. People come up with excuses not to come to races. People come up with excuses to come to races. Um, It's always a great time. We run a really tight program. We run um, uh, the Live RC, the Live Time program, so... And we have an internet hotspot set up so everything's ready on your cell phone. Um, I have to pause this here just for a second. All right, I'm back. (laughs) Sorry about that. All right. So, also, a couple things at the Dome. There are some drivers bumping up from sportsmen. Uh, The Hens boys are. Caden and Alec, I believe little Brody Iggy 
if he, I, I don't know how much racing Brody's going to be doing because they're getting into the whole wrestling scene and whatnot. That takes up a ton of time. Um, but if Brody comes, I've heard he's bumping up from sportsmen. Um, also the entire Hens family, um, Corey, Caden, and Alec, they're, um, all sponsored by Team Associated this year. So Team Associated will finally have a more strong presence at the MNRC events. You know, before it was Steve Nelson and every once in a while Neil Fenice, which it's great that they're showing up, but it'd be awesome if we'd get a few more team drivers out there, which we are now. Um, I believe the Hins boys also got sponsored by J Concepts, so congrats to them. Um, Tony Swenson um, for the Dome and on is looking to hire somebody to be his permanent um, volunteer marshal. I know he pays decent. He's looking for someone with a little bit more pep in their step. It's not going to cost him any laps for, so you know, last year I know he had a couple issues with his paid marshal not showing up or whatever. So uh, Tony Swenson is looking for a new marshal. Um, let's see here. What else do we got? Um, so... Um, I got to ask on the Facebook page, what do I think of kids under the age of 15 being sponsored? You know, a lot of them don't wrench on their own stuff. A lot of them might not yet have the talent to be sponsored, but you don't really need the talent to be sponsored these days. Um, last Sunday, I crushed a couple of Mugen guys. I crushed a couple techno guys. I ain't too great, but I'm still crushing these sponsored guys, whatever. Um, what I think they should do is, and I know X-Ray has this in a way, is they should have a juniors team. Like when I raced BMX bikes back, Long, long, long time ago. If you wanted to be on GT, you had to consistently make the finals, consistently be on the podium, consistently keep upping your class. Like for BMX, it's novice, then you go to intermediate, then you go to expert. But then you also had to carry a B average. I, I was never sponsored by GT, by the way. I never had a B average in high school. <laughs> um, so, yeah, it's. I think they should have a junior or a development team. All these teams should. Um, it's right under their nose. Instead of giving them regular contracts or whatever, build these kids up. Make them more proud of the brand they're sponsored by a lot of these sponsor drivers they don't really care that they're 
quote-unquote sponsor. All they care about is a crappy little discount that they get that if they did a little research, they'd realize they'd get the plastics cheaper on Dollar Hobbies and whatever little contract that they signed. Um, yeah, just develop the drivers, develop their decor on how, like, eh. I'm not going to get into the political side of it, but, you know, teach them how to be a team driver. And let's say they turn 16. Maybe if they did well enough as a junior driver, there's something better waiting for them than a crappy 40 or 50% sponsorship. Maybe there's a 60 or 70 waiting for them. If they proved that they can be a good team member, helpful to the RC community, helpful to fellow racers, whatnot. That's just a thought I had behind it. Um, back in the 90s, um, when I was a kid, it, it really wasn't easy to get sponsored back then. I know everybody basically earned their sponsorship and that's it, it's just weird to me to see all these resume sponsored drivers i i wish it would go back to you know in i wish it'd go back to a team manager going out to the track hand picking a guy and being like would you like this deal with team lozy or team associated or x-ray or whatever doesn't happen anymore but whatever but yeah my thought on kids under 15 being sponsored i think a junior team would be appropriate um so i i've been speaking of sponsored drivers i've been talking to real sponsored drivers not discounted drivers real sponsored drivers um and they're getting pretty sick of the whole social media gig. Um, they're the stupid hashtags that they have to write under their stuff. Every team has one. Um, it's just a pain in the ass, you know. People are posting club race results. Who cares? Uh, it, it shouldn't, unless it's a big race, it shouldn't be needed. It's, you, you shouldn't need to do these race reports like that. It should, the team manager for the hundred percent drivers should just make sure that the drivers are racing and that the big events like the birds or silver state or whatever the hell just replaced the cactus classic yeah maybe do one with a podium pick or some silly ass excuse why they didn't do well why they oh i would have done better except my tires were bleh or my motor was bleh or whatever crap you can think of um so yeah um Basically, these guys are kind of getting sick of the whole social media gig. And they're getting sick, also getting sick of 
not being able to speak their mind. They have to always keep it political. I guess. I mean, if you're 100% sponsor guy, you're walking on eggshells because you have jealousy or you have people looking up at you or whatever, or you got the guy right behind you nipping at your heels. He's just as good. He's not quite at 100% sponsor yet, but he could use your spot on the team. But, yeah, it's it's a little bit of a bummer hearing sponsor drivers just sick of the whole social media deal. Um, and speaking of social media, the podium picks, man. Podium picks are getting... A little old. Um, not old. That That's wrong. How about the photoshopped podium pics are getting old? Like Proline. They'll photoshop other people's brands off their sponsor shirt for their shirt that they put on the Facebook page. It's a little ridiculous, guys. Um... There are other tire brands out there that everybody is aware of. If your guy is at the top of the podium, third place guy having J concepts across his chest shouldn't matter to you at all. Um, I also noticed as time goes on, the RC group, we're, we're, we're getting pretty dumpy looking. We're all getting guts. You know, we we just all look like crap. Um, I think it's time for all of us to lose, not all, I'd say 7 out of 10. 7 out of 10 of us, including me, by the way. Um, I've actually started working out because I've been looking at myself on Facebook pictures lately. And it's like, I look like a pile of garbage. I need to do something. But guys, I mean, we it, people see podium picks as a representation of this hobby. And 7 out of 10 of the people in a podium pick, any podium pick, pick any pick <laughs> off the internet. It's horrible looking because there's seven guys on there that look like absolute crap. You know, let's say I'm a dad. My kid's got no real path. And he's like, ooh, these RC cars are kind of cool. I saw Traxxas wherever and whatever. And then as a dad, I want to see where he can take this well a lot of the guys in the top 25 in the world on the top 25 rankings deal don't they they look like cheeto fingers keyboard cowboys that get out in the sun every once in a while they look like they all still live in their mother's basement they they all need to clean it up. Seriously, it, it's just 
bad for the hobby. But, you know, I doubt this little blurb will have anything to do with it. But here's a, what I'm going to do. Because I got my butt kicked in uh, an MMA class I'm taking yesterday. I got my butt kicked yesterday because uh, the coach looked at all of us and said, you all look like garbage. I'm going to run you till you puke. So I'm going to start researching. Um, there's a kid we race with. Um, he's diabetic. Seriously, he's um, type 1 diabetic and um, gluten allergies. So I want to see what he's eating on the road. Because a lot of this extra weight gain, all that crap, it happens on the road. Like I was sitting there thinking about what I was eating in Omaha, and I ate a disgusting blue cheeseburger. Usually blue cheeseburgers are good, and this one was just disgusting at a gross restaurant. I kind of had a feeling it would be. And then, you know, pizza and Burger King and all that crap. Nothing of any real value. So for my next podcast, um, I'm going to have a list of, you know, somewhat decent foods to eat on the road. Um, I, I, I'd like to help more with this podcast instead of just sitting here bitching, uh, even though some of you like to hear me sit and bitch. A lot of people just tune in for upcoming races and rants. Um, but I'd like to do more. And also, um, speaking of doing more, Eric Swanson has contacted me and he'd like to start doing this podcast with me, not on a weekly basis, but whenever he can. Like, I'm still going to do solo shows like this. Um, I'm going to maybe bring in other people when Eric can't do it, but whatever. But Eric Swanson is fantastic. He's a fantastic speaker. He's way better than me. You know, it's like I might come up with the topic list and let him fly. Um, we had him on an episode of Ran Out of Talent. He was on the, like, second episode when, when we were just posting on YouTube. He did an awesome job, and then he got sick for three years and couldn't do anything. But he's well again. Um... I wanted him to come tonight, but his job's crazy. Work comes first. Totally cool. So um, look forward to more episodes with him, hopefully. Um, yeah, um, let me see here. Oh, also, I've heard rumors. Now, rumor time. I haven't talked to Jimmy, but I've talked to reliable sources that talk to Jimmy on a weekly basis. Unfortunately, from what I understand, wheel brokers will not be having races this summer. I hope I hope this is temporary. I heard it might be an insurance deal. Well, insurance is always a pain in the ass for racing. That's why Jerry's RC and Lino Lakes has uh, 
practice only, no racing, and it's free to practice because he can't handle the insurance. But I think Jimmy got a little burned out. You know, he's got a pure clay track. It's it's a wonderful thing um, when it's dry. But, man, if it rains on Wednesday, you're not racing on Sunday because it just gets so slimy and sloppy and whatever. I think he just got burned out from trying to save his track from the rain week in and week out. I think he'd just rather drag race his motorcycle like he has been doing and maybe just hold practice days. That's totally understandable also. Um, Let me pause this just to see if I have anything else. If not, this will be a short one, and I will wrap it up shortly. (laughs) All right, I'm back. I did find one more question um casey was wondering is nitro making a resurgence um the possible return of gas truck um all that stuff uh what he he's just wondering if he's just wondering um if it's coming back, well, I think it's already, I think the last two years it's really come back in a big way, um, especially with the evolution of e-buggy. Back in 2010, we started racing e-buggy in the MNRC, and those e-buggies sucked, but a lot of people had them, and it was whatever. Then it died off by 2012, there was no more e-buggy. And then now the resurgence has come back. Um, e-buggies are more refined. The electronics are better. They're smoother. The buggies are more or less, you know, purpose-built. There are some that are still conversion. Well, they're all still conversions, but they all have their own, let's say, special chassis or whatever. Um, as for the gas truck resurgence, and like I said earlier, I'd love to see it, make it happen. Um, you need a chassis and you need proper direction on what to do for a gas truck. Talk to Casey Wright on Facebook. He's got, he, he has... He has his own chassis, conversion chassis. Um, He can tell you exactly what parts you need and exactly what you need to do to make a modern gas truck. Um, He calls it the GT5. Um, Yeah, no, I think it's uh, coming back in a big, big way. Um, So, yeah, that's all... I really have for tonight. Uh, I was hoping I could go a little farther with the whole JQ situation, but basically the dude got busted with an extra CC of fuel. No biggie. Um, He did get disqualified, which was proper. The Mugen guys taunted him a little bit, like Mayfield was just standing over there waiting because um, again 
he got DQ'd. Um, Drake got in the A. So, but yeah, but again, congratulations to all the winners at the Techno Winter Series. Not good enough to be a winner. But I won a pit mat um, for a door prize. So, yeah. Um, uh, they also handed out two techno kits um, for people who showed up at four out of the five races. They were available or they were eligible to win. Um, Tony Dominguez won one and a guy I don't think I've ever met won the other. So congrats to them. Um, I have a feeling it's going to be um, either a great boost financially once they eBay the kit and uh, up their tire budget for the year or build the kit and run it. That goes either way. So um, hopefully... I'll see you in about another week, week and a half. Like I said, I next time I come on here, I want to have a co-host, whether it be Eric or somebody else. Like I said, if you want to be on this podcast and if you think you have something to say, and also if you're over the age of 18, um, just get a hold of me on Facebook. Find us on Podbean. Stitcher and iTunes like or subscribe give us a rating and yeah we'll see you next time